Welcome back to the CHL Top 10 show presented by Kia. My name is Scott Van Kunit. This week, we check in with the 8th-ranked North Bay Battalion and the 10th-ranked Gatineau Olympique. First, Montreal Canadiens prospect Riley Kidney talks about moving from Bathurst to Gatineau and how we're only just starting to see the real Olympique. Then, Seattle Kraken prospect Ty Nelson tells us what makes the battalion so scary this year and the belief they have within their dressing room. Here's Riley Kidney. I'm happy to welcome today from the 10th ranked team in the Kia CHL Top 10 rankings, Montreal Canadiens prospect Riley Kidney. Riley, how are you doing today? I'm great. You guys are uh, fresh off of your fourth straight victory in Gatineau last night on Wednesday night. Uh, nine and two since the calendar flipped to 2023, since since basically you joined the team. Uh, are we starting to see the the real Gatineau Olympique right now? Yeah, um, for sure. Um, I think we are one of the deepest teams in the queue this year. Um, I'm really excited um, for the rest of the year and to start playoffs. Um, I think we have a we have a special group here. Um, we have we have like like I said, like really deep team. Um, four really great uh, great lines. Um, so I think we're like this, the the league and everyone's starting to see um, what we can do and uh, how good we can be. So it's exciting. You scored again last night, um, you know, bumping your totals with, with Gatineau to seven goals and 23 points in nine games. So you've got a point in, in every game except for your first game with the club. Uh, you were just recently named to the CHL team of the month with six goals yeah. and 22 points in those in, in the month of January. Uh, how easy has the adjustment been for you to go from Bathurst to Gatineau? Yeah, um, it's been great. Um, obviously, the first game um, was a bit tough. I showed up probably uh, three hours before the game. Um, so that game is tough. But after that, um, just like the chemistry with my line mates um, kind of clicked right away. Um, so they've they've made it easier. And also playing on a like a great team like like Gatineau, um, it's easier to produce points. Um, our power play's been doing really well. Um, so yeah, I kind of give my credit to uh, my line mates. Um, they help me a lot, and uh, just yeah, like just being playing on a good team just makes everything way easier. All right, we've switched we've switched locations now, so Riley has some better uh, signal. You uh, when you were with Bathurst, you played Gatineau at the end of the uh, end of October. What were your impressions of the team back then? Yeah, um, when I played them then, um, I knew they were a really good team. Um, they were super hard to play against. Um, they back checked hard. They they worked hard in, in all all three zones. Um, so yeah, after the game there, everyone on the team kind of was like, "Wow, um, those 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 guys were good." Um, so I I knew also knew uh, there could be a future uh, destination point for me in the future. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was cool kind of to see to see a top end team like that. Um, they were one of the toughest teams I played played against this year. Um, so and I'm glad to I'm now glad to be a part of them. Well, you're, you know, you spent three and a half years in Bathurst. Um, when they approached you about the move to Gatineau, uh, you know, was it a quick yes or, or did you have to think about it? Yeah, um, it was a quick yes. I wanted to, I wanted to be on a, on a team that's going for it this year. Um, Bathurst kind of doing a rebuild. Um, so I think it was, it was time for me to, to change places. Um, winning, winning the queue is, has been a goal of mine since I joined. Um, so I think Gatineau is the best spot for me to, um, to try to accomplish that. And I'm excited to uh, try to do it. When, when you look at the trade and, and the pieces that, that Bathurst got, and how do you, when you come into that new team, 
how do you avoid putting too much pressure on yourself to perform to live up to the expectations? Yeah, um, personally for me, I try to kind of not think about it too much. I just try to play my game. Um, I know the type of player I am. I know the type of what, what, like, what I can bring to the table. Um, so that's all I thought about. Um, I just thought about um, just playing my game, um, bringing a lot of offense to the table. And I think so far that uh, that worked perfect. And uh, yeah, the biggest thing is just, just not to not overthink it. What, you know, we see guys getting moved from a team to another team and, and they perform on the ice, but maybe off the ice. What are some of the, the, the tougher things to adjust after being in one spot for so long? You know, the new billets, is it the, the team systems, you know, just your routine with the training staff? What are some of the things that we might not see off the ice that are a little bit harder to adjust? Yeah, um, for me, just the biggest city. Um, Bathurst is a small city um, compared to and then Gatineau. Um, it's kind of a whole new, whole new level. Um, it's, it's way bigger. Um, but yeah, uh, like there's nothing really too hard um, to adjust to. I think when I came here, everything was uh, pretty easy to adjust to. Uh, the training, training staff, and the coach staff has been really, really great to me. And my billets uh, have been awesome too. So I'm really uh, thankful for, for all that. Well, obviously, you weren't the only piece that Gatineau brought in. You got Alexei Gendron from our, the Armada, Cam McDonald from the Sea Dogs, uh, Francesco Lapina from from the Islanders, even Olivier Nadeau, who was brought in the offseason and only played four or has only played fourteen games this year. So, how do you guys, you know, kind of come into that dressing room and and create chemistry and maybe not disrupt some of the chemistry that's already there? Yeah, um, for all of us, um, when I came in, um, it felt like the team's been together for for the whole year already. Um, but yeah, obviously there's a lot of new guys, um, <clears throat> but the guys that were here before, um, they kind of, they made everything a lot easier. Um, they, they, they accepted all of us. Um, they, they made us feel like we're at home. Um, they're a great group of guys. So it was, it was, it was very easy and just very welcoming. Um, so I'm really, really glad for that and really glad to have a great group of guys here. When you, when you first got to Gatineau, you, I know you said you only got there a few hours before the first game, but uh, who was the first first person to welcome you to the team? First player, we'll say. Um, first player, it was uh, Kay McDonald. Um, I, kn I knew him growing up a bit because um, we're both from Nova Scotia. So he, he texted me right away. He came to my room. Um, he talked to me there, and we, we just talked about – I asked him some questions about the team. Um, so, he was yeah, he was the first player to kind of welcome me and introduce me to the rest of the guys. Having that, that familiarity, did it make it that much easier? Yeah, it makes it a lot easier, like, knowing a guy on the team. Um, so, yeah, it, it was great. And then and one last one. Um, what was it like going from being, you know, the guy in Bathurst to being one of many guys in Gatineau? Yeah, um, it's, 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 it's great. Um, it's, like, less pressure um, to, be, to be one, like, the guy. Um, like having in Gatineau here, like having three lines that can can be the guy um, makes it a lot easier and just kind of takes takes a lot of pressure off um, off my shoulders. Like in in Bathurst, we had me, Melanson, and and Allison too. Um, we were we were one line. And we kind of had the pressure the pressure during the game so they get the offense. But here it's uh, three and four lines that can create offense. So it's a lot it's a lot easier. Everybody can kind of exhale a little bit more, knowing that if their line's not rolling that night, you've got two, three yeah. other lines that can pick yeah. it up. Yeah, exactly. Like you mentioned off the top, it's a it's a really deep team. You know, there are nine other guys that are NHL drafted prospects. Does it make it easier 
joining a team and and creating some chemistry when when it's so deep like that? Yeah, um, it's it's great playing with um, a lot of a lot of great players. Um, like yeah, it's it's a, it's a lot easier. Um, great, like e- good players are really easy to play with. I find. Um, so yeah, like everything kind of worked well. Um, all three lines have 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 had a lot of chemistry so far. Um, we're kind of we're, we're rolling right now, so we just want to keep keep that going um, for the rest of the year and keep going into the playoffs. What's it like being on the home side of the Slush Puppy Center? Uh, it's great. Um, the fans here are amazing. Um, every game's almost almost sold out, and it's, it's always it's always super loud. It's, it's always it's always bumping. So it's it's great being on the home side, and it's great them cheering you on. And and how how different was it going from uh, Gordy Dwyer as a head coach to to Louis Robitaille as as a coach? Yeah, um, obviously there there's a there's a few changes um, like systems wise um, was different. Um, it took me took me a couple couple of games to adjust to that. But uh, yeah, they're they're both great coaches. Um, I like playing with Gordy, um, but yeah, I also love playing with Louis too. Um, I've learned lots from him. He he pushes the guys hard um, to be to be better every day. So I think he's the he's the perfect coach for this team and the perfect coach to. Um, to push us along to the President's Cup and Memorial Cup. Well, like you said, your goal is the President's Cup. And at some point, that road is likely going to go through the Quebec Rampar or the Halifax Mooseheads, uh, you know, the the number one and number three ranked team in the KSCHL top 10 rankings. You've played both of them four times this year. So, you know, maybe kind of tell me how you see both of those teams. Yeah, um, obviously, they're both, both great teams. Um, Halifax is is really stacked in the offensive side. They have, they have four really good lines, dangerous lines. And Quebec just all around, just a great team. They're hard to play against. Um, so it's, it's, it's going to be a challenge for sure. But I believe with this group of guys here in Gatineau, we're, we're ready for it. Um, I'm, excited to, to, I'm excited to play Halifax. Um, I think it's on February 8th um, to, see, to see how, how that uh, goes down. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, I'm, I'm confident in this group. I believe uh, we're the best team in the queue, so I'm I'm excited to, to bring on whoever. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the Sherbrooke Phoenix, who are obviously yeah. uh, just ahead of you in the standings right now in the conference, um, uh, the seventh-ranked team in the KSHL top ten rankings as well. What did the Gatineau Olympique uh, still need to improve upon to be able to to win that championship? Yeah, I just think we need to improve on just playing a full sixty minutes. Um, we need to start off the games strong um and just completely play through the whole game with the same level um just bringing the pace controlling the pace of play um just just being being the better team throughout um and yeah i think just the playing the full six minutes is the biggest thing we'll switch gears to to you as a player now uh you had a monster breakout season last year with the teton you're on pace for an even bigger season this year uh how do you or what have you been working on to keep improving as a player yeah, personally for me, um, I've been working hard on this uh, this off season on my explosiveness, my speed, and uh, just my pace of play. I've been trying to play at a at a pro pace because um, next year um, I have a chance to play pro, so I need to start that early. Um, but also just having more of an attacking mindset, um, bringing the puck to the middle more, um, driving the net, um, just all the dangerous stuff happens in the middle of the ice. So I've been really working hard. Um, to to be more dangerous, bring it to the dangerous areas, and yeah, doing stuff like that this year helped me so far. 
what what types of specific things do you work on to work on your explosiveness to improve upon that yeah i work uh just in the summer uh, i do i do power skating um and also like off the edge training i work i work really hard on uh just like explosive exercises i work a lot like a lot with my legs um so yeah well you're like i said off the top you're a habs prospect you're now in gatineau so only a couple hours away from montreal how often do you talk to to the Canadians, or or do you see them in the game and they they talk to you afterwards? Yeah, um, I text uh, their their play development coaches uh, quite often. We we keep in we keep in touch. We keep them updated. Um, so yeah, I, I talk to them quite a bit. Um, they they help me a lot. If I if I need anything, they're always there, um, and they always reflect on my games too. So yeah, like, it's it's great having them. What. What is it? What was the message from them when you, when you got sent back to uh, the Teton this year that they wanted to see you work on this season? Yeah, the biggest thing for them was the pace of play. They wanted me to play as a at a, at a faster pace. Um, like I said earlier, that's the thing I've, I was trying to improve on. Um, but for them, it was that was the biggest thing, and also just getting stronger and faster. That was that was the two the two main things. When when you signed your contract back uh, last spring, did it take some of the pressure off of you to be able to just go out and play hockey this year, knowing that that part of the business is already done and, and you can just kind of go out now? Yeah, um, that was a big, big relief off, off my shoulders. Um, it was a very special, special moment for me and my family. Um, but yeah, after I signed that, I, I, that's one less thing to worry about. Um, I, did just, I just could go play, play my game um, and just focus on the ice. Um, so yeah, it was it was great, and uh, yeah, it was it was a big big thing off my shoulders. Uh, were you a were you a Habs fan growing up? You're I know you're a, a Maritimer, so <laughs> yeah, uh, I was I liked the Habs, but uh, my favorite team was the Bruins growing up. <laughs> All right, well we'll we'll keep that on the down low then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys are home to to St. John this weekend, and and I don't really want I don't want to look past that because they've been playing well lately. But next week. Um, as you alluded to, you know, it's a big week. You've got the Mooseheads on the 8th, and then you have something that's interesting in the CHL. Uh, it's a home-and-home home with the Ottawa 67s, uh, the, yeah. the the top-ranked team uh, in the OHL. Um, first, we've already touched on the Mooseheads, so we won't we won't go there, but how, how much are you looking forward to testing yourself against Ottawa? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a great, great opportunity um, playing against top team in the OHL. Um, it's, it's really, it's really cool. It's, it's going to be fun playing against. Um, I don't know like too much about them. I know that they're, they're a great team. Um, so it's, it's super exciting. It's going to be, it's going to be a packed house, um, for here and there. Um, but yeah, everyone on the team's just excited. Um, they're just eager to, eager to play and just to see, to see how good, <clears throat> how good they are and how, just how competitive it will, it will be. So it's, it's exciting. Yeah. Like you get to play against your own league all the time and unless you're in the memorial cup you don't get to test yourself against the other leagues so just does it is it that much more exciting especially knowing that they are one of the top teams and you guys have memorial cup aspirations to be able to get yourself you know see what the other league is like right now yeah i think that's like one of the coolest things to, to play against the ohl um you don't you never do that unless it's in the memorial cup um and yeah like you said like they're they're a top team we're a top team so we could we could end up in the future in the Memorial Cup, um, but yeah, it's I think that's one of the coolest parts is just playing playing against the OHL. How do you how do you you said you're not very familiar with them? So how do you guys prepare for a game like that or a pair of games like that? Yeah, um, 
the co- like the coach staff will, will have a lot of a lot of video ready um, for us to to kind of watch and study. Um, so I think that's just the, the the biggest thing towards is just to kind of the coach staff kind of preparing us and like letting us see like what they what they do what their what their systems are. So yeah. Well, uh, we'll we'll probably use this little bit here for a for a tease for next week. But uh, why should people? I know you've you've pretty much said it already. But why should people tune in and watch you guys uh, play against the Ottawa 67s next week in that home and home? Yeah, um, it's gonna be an exciting game. Uh, two two great teams, um, two offensive teams, um, can, can bring a lot of goals goals to the table. Um, so I think it's gonna be a, a hard, fast. Um, competitive game um, so it's, it's just gonna be fun to watch awesome Riley this has been great uh, good luck against St. John this weekend uh, good luck against Halifax and the 67s next week and and in your continued push for the playoffs in the President's Cup yeah thanks a lot thanks for everything okay my next guest was recently named to the CHL team of the month for January after scoring seven goals and 17 points in 11 games he's a prospect of the Seattle Kraken it's defenseman Ty Nelson. Ty, how you doing today? Great, thank you. How are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I know you're up in North Bay. So what's the temperature up there? Because it's a, it's about a, a balmy minus 25 here today. Yeah, it's uh, about negative 30 without wind chill. With wind chill, I think it's uh, 43, negative 43. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a bit nippy out. Uh, <laughs> Uh, before we get into the hockey part, um, I know I, I went to school up in North Bay, so I know that uh, North Bay is, you know, really known for their ice fishing. Do you guys ever get out and do some ice fishing up there? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very lucky. My billets are fantastic. They have a, a hut out there, so uh, we go out whenever we can, try and find time, days off and stuff. We spend uh, a lot of the day out there, so it's, it's lots of fun. Yeah, awesome. Okay, well, the battalion are currently sitting eighth in the Kia CHL top 10 rankings this week. Uh, you know, it's the ninth time you guys have been listed in the top 10. Your win over Sudbury on Wednesday gave you a, an OHL leading 33 wins. So maybe what's the biggest difference in this year's version of the battalion versus last year's version of the battalion? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know what? I think we had two, well, we, we had two fantastic teams last year. We were, uh, we were really good. Um, I mean, with all the, the guys that we had and then obviously this year we uh, we made some key additions adding some guys and I think for us it's just we're we're really fine in our role and I mean coming off of COVID the team before that was in last place and then we go from being in last to conference uh going to the conference finals playing Hamilton and you know what I think for us this year is that we we obviously we have lots of belief in everything that uh, the organization's doing and everything that Adam and uh, obviously, our coaches are are putting in front of us, and that's definitely helping our success. Well, uh, let's we'll we'll stick with last year for a second, and and what was it? Because you know that core group of you guys has been together now uh, for the, well, I guess just two years right now. But um, you you lose to the eventual OHL champion Bulldogs. What did you guys learn from that series that you've been able to kind of bring into this season and heading into the playoffs this year? Um, I mean, it's just, just what you got to do to win. And I mean, if you look at that team, they, they did whatever it took. And for Hamilton, I mean, obviously they had uh, a bunch of fantastic players, but it's just how they, they came into work every day, day in and day out. And it doesn't matter if they were playing the number two ranked team or the 10th, they, they played the same way every night. And I think that's something that 
we really are trying to to build here and that's what we got to do day in and day uh, day out is just put in that effort and it doesn't matter who you're playing or um what what game you're in where and what time it is you, you got to be prepared every game the same way when you guys are a pretty well-rounded team um you know you're you're dominant and in multiple categories so let's let's you know let's start with the offense you've got uh petrov and jackson are sitting two three in ohl scoring you're second amongst all chl defensemen in scoring uh you know just tell me a little bit about the team's offense i mean yeah we we, we definitely can put the puck in the back of the net and i think we got tons of offensively gifted players and it definitely makes my life and Obviously, when you're, when you're putting up that many goals, it helps you win games, and especially when you got uh, just a great team throughout, and I think that everyone plays a part in the offense. And, you know, we got D that love to move the puck. We got forwards that are, are battling in the corners and just doing everything that's right. Then, obviously, we got uh, our goalies that are stopping the pills. So I think that's a, the big part, right? You, you go from – you work your way from defense out, and that's a big thing is – what we really try and pride ourselves on is doing everything as a team and helping one each other out. Yeah. Five guys that are over a point a game, five guys that have scored 20 plus goals. And then you mentioned uh, from the net out, you know, Di Vincentis is uh, second in goals again, second in save percentage leads the OHL with wins. Um, you know, what's the scariest part about the battalion this year? Is it, is it the offense? Is it the defense? maybe the overall depth, you know, you've got nine guys who are NHL drafted players. Yeah. I think for us, it's just the, the overall depth. And I think really it's the, the want and the determination that we have to win. And I think for us is that we know when we're going into a night, we're rolling four lines and three sets of D pairing and that it's going to be uh, heavy hitting and uh, well, like well played and structured every single shift day in and day out. And that's something that we really pride and it's kind of what makes us us as a team. And I think that's probably just the, the most scariest part that we have is just being able to roll those four lines all the way through and then just playing that heavy hitting, um, hardworking team that's going to come in every night and outwork him. How important is it to play that style in the regular season, knowing that once you get to the playoffs, everybody seems to kind of switch to that that heavy style and, and you know, to be able to roll those four lines? Absolutely. And you know what, we... We experienced quite a playoff run last year, so I'm very lucky I got the experience. And the game only ramps up in playoffs, and uh, it gets more physical, it gets more structured, and you're not scoring six, seven goals a night. You're you're winning two, one, one nothing type games, and it's and I think that's something that we we're really trying to just obviously build now, so we have those habits, and we do have a our team majority came back from last year, so we we all have that experience, and we're all. We all know what it takes to get there. So we're just trying to build that culture in now and obviously just kind of um, role model for the younger guys who maybe didn't have that experience or even from the guys who got traded from teams that don't, doesn't have that experience. Well, we talk, talk mentioned trades. Um, you know, GM Adam Dennis goes out and he gets Josh Bloom from Saginaw. He gets Pasquale Zito from Niagara, a couple other guys sprinkled in it here and there, but two veteran guys there to come in. And uh, what has been their impact on, you know, maybe on the ice and off the ice for the team. Of course. And I think, you know what, for both of them, I think they're obviously their, their skill and talent speaks for itself. I mean, they're both fantastic hockey players that uh, give it 110% every night and they want to win. And that's their determination every night is coming in and we're going to win. And we're always looking for 
uh, ways to get better. And they're always the first two that are always up speaking their minds and uh, talking about it. And I think honestly, their biggest impact has been in the room. They're just two great guys. And then obviously the other guys that we added in like Braden Hislop and uh, Luke Brzezowski from uh, Sioux. it's just, we've become such a tight group. And I think it's just, everyone is friends with everyone. We're all hanging out and we just love being around each other. And I think that's definitely a, a big part of uh, why our team's been very successful. And I think uh, Bloomer and Zietz have been a, a big part of that also with uh, Hizzy and um, uh, Bruiser. And, and how nice was it to have those deals done early back in, you know, October, November, December, um, so that you guys can come closer together and it's not, you're not trying to rush in January making chemistry and get to know guys. No, of course. And I mean, a big thing too is those games in uh, November, December, they, they all, they matter. And obviously down the line is you want to have those points. And I think Denny was uh, just doing what he thought was best. And obviously it's definitely benefited our team and helped out and just getting those early points can definitely really help us out down the, down the road. And it's obviously, it's allowed us to become a team uh, for a lot longer. And we've come a lot closer because of that. And you know what, some guys, they get anxious around the trade deadline and all of that. But for us having those deals done early, it's allowed us to become closer as a team and all the guys know like, okay, this is what we're going with this year. And like, let's go like, this is, this is our year and we're, we're going for it. So why not uh, come together? And that's a big thing we've been talking about uh, a lot now as a group is that we have the team to do it. So let's do it. So what does that, what does that kind of say to your group when, when, you know, the coaching staff management, they get the, the deals done early and they say, you know what, we believe in this group that we have now, we're not making any more deals. You guys go no, get I it mean, done. Exactly. And I think it's, it's something that uh, we, we really liked and, you know what, we all have faith in this group that we can go hopefully win the OHL and go to the member. And that's something that we're really, uh, we're really planning on and we're trying to or pride ourselves on is doing that. And yeah, like it just, it gave us a lot of faith because knowing that now it's like, okay, we added these pieces to help the team now build together. Now it's, they gave us the pieces to the puzzle. Now we got to build the puzzle and complete it. So I was looking over, you know, the team and looking over numbers and stuff and, Penalty killing's awesome. Your your tops in the the OHL and CHL. You guys have scored uh, twelve shorthanded goals, I believe, which is just one back of the CHL lead by the Winnipeg Ice with thirteen. But the power play, the power play is in the bottom half of the entire CHL. So what do you guys have to do to kind of get that power play going to be able to get those extra offensive looks, especially when things get tighter checking in the playoffs? No, definitely, and I think you know what a lot of it has. Uh, We've been dealing with some injuries, having guys in and out. Uh, so it definitely it, it hinders uh, because you're not playing with the same guys, building that chemistry. But I think for us is that, you know, we've been working on it a lot. And that's something that we've been doing lots of video, lots of extra work on the uh, in the mornings or after practice and stuff like that. And we're, we're really trying to dial in on that. And we've been doing a, a better job of improving it. We've uh, been getting our numbers a little bit higher recently. And I think that's something that we're, we're still trying to, to build on. And like you said, it's uh, something that can help us win games and in the playoffs when you when you need it so I think for us it's just continuing to work on it and I you know what we're we're not scared of a challenge so we're we're really up for it and obviously we're we're looking forward to when it does when it starts clicking which I think it's it's happening now it's just slowly coming in the progressions that it comes in and we're going to keep going and build off of this well you're going to be a big part of that power play um so let's talk about you now like I mentioned earlier you're you're right at the top in uh, scoring amongst defenders this season. 
uh, you know, 16 goals, 57 points already. You've almost doubled your goals from last year. You've already surpassed your totals and points. Um, way more shots. Uh, how have you progressed as a player this season over last season? Yeah, I think, you know what, obviously coming in as uh, my second year playing, uh, you feel that confidence. You know what the league's about. You know what to expect. Uh, and I think that's definitely a big a big part of it. And then, obviously, it all goes back to the, to the team and to the coaches. And for us, it's that I've been blessed to be playing with all these amazing, skillful players and that they've made my life 10 times easier, obviously, uh, helping out with my point totals. So I'm super grateful for for all my my brothers on the team helping me out there and then our coaches just just running the, the systems that we know work and obviously that's helped us been successful as a team what kinds of things did you focus on in the off season um to to keep getting better yeah i think a lot of it was uh speed and uh trying to just continue to work on every part of my game i think i was definitely kind of really dialed into the speed focus trying to get faster obviously um if you want to play at the next level like you you guys got like Connor McDavid right so you got to you got to be able to keep up and you got to be able to move and I think that's something that um I really tried to improve on and then obviously just trying to improve overall in my game I believe there's there's always room for improvement uh everywhere and that's just kind of where I tried to focus on is little by little try and get one percent better every day how do you how are you able to you know improve your speed without sacrificing some of your size because you know you're you're not an overly tall guy but you're a thick guy so you I know you don't want to be bounced around but how, how do you find that balance I think it's great I mean uh just kind of maybe instead of doing a little bit uh more weights and stuff like that I focus kind of more on plyometrics and speed and stuff like that so it allowed me to work on uh my speed and then also continue to keep my uh my uh, size and allow me not to be able to get obviously like you said you don't want to be pushed around and those sort of things uh the draft what was it uh what was it like getting drafted by the kraken uh it was, it was unbelievable i mean obviously as a, a player you dream of this day your whole life and uh for me i was very uh very grateful to be able to go to to seattle and i mean it being a new organization there's not uh a ton of guys in the system so I mean, it's a, a very fortunate situation for myself, and I'm I'm super grateful. And I couldn't have couldn't have wished for a better place to go. And then having uh, Kyle Jackson get drafted by Seattle a little bit later on, not to mention the the what, three or four other guys that were drafted from the OHL that go there. So when you go to camp, there's you know some familiar faces there with you too. Yeah, absolutely, and it it makes life a, a lot easier. And I mean, especially having like you said, Jacko. I mean, I've played with him for two years now. And then, um, like, Shane, I've known since we were five, six. And then Dave, I've known for many years. And then, obviously, Tucker playing against them. So it's it's nice to have those guys uh, come to camp and stuff with me. What was their message to you after uh, after camp and, when, you know, heading back to North Bay? What did they want you to do this season, uh, work on, or how did they want to see you play? I think for them, it was just continuing to grow as a, a player and a, a person. And the in that organization, they're really looking for uh, character. And that's something that they really just wanted me to keep working on and just keep growing as, like I said, a player and a person and just play my game, come back and obviously hope, hopefully go win a member with uh, North Bay. And then just on the team side of it, uh, you know, five of you were drafted last year. Uh, you know, it must build some more confidence in the entire organization seeing, you know, some, uh, you know, dividends paying off there. Yeah, absolutely. And then, I mean, 
you know what, it also, it also helps out that you have like the younger guys coming back and even uh, some of the older guys that are maybe not drafted, but you know, everybody's developed as a, as a team together and all the guys have progressed over the summers and even the guys that we added uh, in over the draft, right. They're all young prospects that are doing fantastic this year. And I think that's something that really helped us out is knowing that everyone came in together um, ready to go and worked hard all over the summer. Well, your path to an OHL championship is most likely at some point going to run through the Ottawa 67s. Now you guys have played them three times this year. They beat you twice. You guys won the last one, but that was, that was way back at the end of November. So uh, first, how would you describe that team? And then tell me how you guys are going to have to beat that team. Yeah. I mean, you know what, they're uh, highly skilled. They got tons of great players and they're obviously coached really well. And I think, for us, it's just we got to go to work. We got to get in on the forecheck and get in on their D and try and uh, just make them not want to play and turn the puck over. And I think that's that's a big reason why we were successful last game is because we put towards that full team effort and uh, we hammered their D in the forecheck. We were quick in the D zone and our uh, neutral zone transition and everything was working really well. So I think that's how we're going to have to beat them. And you've got one more game against them uh, coming up in a couple of weeks, a few weeks on family day. Uh, nice to get one more test against them before the playoffs. Of course. I mean, obviously you want to play all the, all the top teams in the league and it's like a, a statement game really for, for the team. And obviously we, we count ourselves as one of the top teams in the league and we want to go against them and uh, we're going to put a game together and hopefully, hopefully come out with a win there. And obviously that just helps boost the confidence going in towards playoffs. And when we play them. Uh, Mathurin. What's uh, what's his status? Are you guys expecting him back for the playoffs or before playoffs, or is he uh, just not sure right now? Honestly, I, I think he's coming back. Uh, hopefully, sooner than later. Obviously, he's a huge part of the team, and uh, with him being out, we're we're really missing him. And uh, I think for us is that the sooner we can get uh, him back, the better. I mean, he's back in he's back in North Bay, and uh, he's getting better. He's uh, doing rehab and practicing and stuff so that's uh it's huge for the team when he comes back good stuff well you got uh, 20 games left in the regular season um you host kingston on sunday then you've got a pair of tough ones next week in sarnia and barry they're coming to town um you know sarnia another team that uh really loaded up barry they get brant clark back so a couple more really good tests there not to look past kingston of course but uh luck in those 20 games and uh and good luck in the playoffs thank you i appreciate that